Hello, everyone. This is Tommy welcoming you to another podcast from iZero. I'm back to the iZero headquarters in beautiful Woodland Park, Colorado, and I couldn't be happier. In this week's podcast, I'm going to be talking about the importance of disseminating information about your security program and give an example using a security awareness program for security cameras that we developed for a client. Let's start by talking about public information in general. Many times, public information is treated as an afterthought, but it should be considered a vital part of the planning process as you're putting together your security plan. Why? First of all, by informing those who have access to your business, school, or institution, you let them know that you're serious about maintaining a security posture and security culture. Not only can this dissuade people who may potentially want to do your business or its personal harm or conduct criminal activity, it also lets your employees and those that work with you know that their transactions and visits with you are safe. We've also seen many times where employees and contractors think new security measures will individually target them or violate their civil liberties. These usually aren't bad people with a criminal agenda. They're just people who want to protect their rights. A good public information campaign will get out in front of this by informing and assuring those people of the true purposes and procedures of the security program. Think security blanket instead of individual spying or targeting. Another purpose of a good security program is to foster and maintain a strong security culture by giving your employees, customers, students, and community a feeling of ownership in your security program. By informing them properly, you gain their support and their participation. As you're developing your security program, it will have major components to it. One component may be the employment of security cameras, another may be the use of security guards, and yet another may be the installation of access control like fences or computerized door locks. Your public information should look at each of these components and address their social impact. In your public information program concept, you should look at the program's purpose, identify the audiences who can best help you achieve that purpose, develop themes that will resonate with those audiences and therefore guide the program's development, pinpoint the media you want to use that will best access your audiences, identify your distribution techniques, and address the details of your products and how they'll be constructed. We'll go more into this in our example. The example I'm going to be using today was developed by iZero employee Justin to address the need to inform those in and around a school district we were working with about the increase in security cameras. While our analysis identified that we could effectively disseminate this information over social media and podcasting, we found that, in this instance, the most effective method would be as flyers given out by supervisor-level school personnel. So let's dig into it. Let's go ahead and talk about the purposes of the flyer. The purpose of this flyer that we're talking about was to educate the school district's community on the addition of the new CCTV cameras across the school district and reassure the people that are affected that the purposes for the installation are both lawful and ethical. The secondary purpose of the flyer was to help in building the security culture by promoting knowledge of the security camera use, thereby dissuading negative or dangerous behaviors. Keep in mind when you're designing these information products that you really only want to give them one or two purposes. So in this case, we have our primary and our secondary purpose. If you try to make it do too many things, you end up watering the product down and it really loses a lot of its effect to the audience. However, there are also ancillary purposes that we can apply that aren't really purposes, but they're more like predictions of things that this product will do to benefit us. 
So in this case, we have two ancillary purposes, the first of which is to build support for the CCTV camera program in the community. And the second is to tie the camera use to the Campus Security Operations Center, the central hub for security and information that iZero installs in the institutions or the school districts that it works with. And so in order to achieve these purposes, we need to identify the audiences that can make that happen for us. And in this case, it's really the entirety of the school district community, that being the students, the faculty and staff and the parents. So now that we've identified the purposes and the intended audiences, we need to come up with the messages or themes that we use to tie all of that together and achieve that goal. So these themes are put together in the form of question and answer. So the questions being what the product needs to address and the answers being how we resolve those questions. So the first question here is, why is the school district installing so many cameras? And the answer is that we're protecting students and staff from criminal or violent activity by monitoring common areas. We're ensuring school grounds remain secure 24-7. We're observing concerning activity from a safer distance. We're supporting security personnel. And we're aiding in post-event forensics, should that become necessary. The second question is, who will be able to view the camera footage? The answers being the Campus Security Operations Center personnel, school administrators, select school district security leaders, and authorized police personnel. The third question is, what will the cameras not be used for? And those answers are spying on students or employees and performing evaluation of district staff. The fourth theme or question is, what will be done to keep my data private? The answers being all data will be protected in accordance with federal, state, and local laws. Only select personnel are authorized to view the camera footage. Footage will not be released without the district superintendent's permission. The footage will be retained in a secure server, and the footage will be erased from all servers after a period of time that is 45 days. Next, we're asking when will the cameras be installed and answering with that the installation is planned to be occurring from, and then we put in the start and end dates. The next question that we're answering is where are the cameras being installed in the school district? And we're answering that they're going to be installed in all facilities in the common areas, hallways, playgrounds, stairwells, garages, cafeterias, gyms, and reception areas. And the next question I think is logical, where are the cameras not being installed? And that's any location where you should expect privacy, like classrooms, offices, restrooms, locker rooms, places like that. Then where can I learn more about the cameras? You, you always have to leave your audience a place or a way to go out and find more information. So we have that a new legally certified CCTV policy is being created that will be fully available to both the public and the school district personnel before the onset of the school year. So once we look at what the themes are going to be, and we have a kind of a general idea of what the the product is going to look like, we need to start concerning ourselves with the distribution techniques. And in this case, the primary means of distribution that we're going to recommend to the staff is to have the staff leaders hand out the flyers, followed by discussion during the new school year, during training. Uh, the, the department heads can discuss the handouts while they lead discussion in order to demonstrate support for the new cameras and reassure the skeptics. 
The secondary means of distribution that we recommended is to post the flyers on bulletin boards in common areas. The intended audiences for these flyers will be the students and visitors to the school. The flyers can also be co-located with security camera and use notices. The third means of distribution that we recommended was to send them home with each student. What we were talking about doing, what we're suggesting is that the school develops this entire take-home packet that students can take with them at the beginning of the year, and we want to put this flyer in with that packet. And a fourth means of distribution is to put up an electronic form of the flyer on the school district's Facebook page. This will be part of an electronic dissemination campaign with other safety flyers on the same medium that would reinforce those take-home packets. Now we've come up with what we want the flyer to say, and we've come up with how we want to distribute it. Based on that, we can come up with the flyer details, its physical form. So first, starting with the size, the, the most common, of course, is 8.5 by 11 here in the U.S., and so that's what we're recommending for this school district, 8.5 by 11. That way it can fit into that, that security packet with the rest of that paperwork. For the colors, obviously we're going to use the color theme of the school district, and if each school wants to develop it on their own, each school can go ahead and, and also you know, develop that beyond into their own color theme. The logo will, again, be of the school district or the individual schools if they so choose uh, up there in the header graphic, and then maybe even a smaller version down in the bottom right. Now as to the layout, we have a one-pager format we like to use. It has eye-catching graphics and a title at the top with two or three columns in which pertinent information is listed in short, bulletized formats and accompanied by appropriate pictures and graphics. We intend this product to use the school district's Campus Security Operations Center in the title area to relay that this bulletin is from the people handling security. Next, we want to look at the pictures that, that are going to go into this layout that we can suggest. Now, the pictures, they have to be carefully considered because while a lot of times they're put in with the best of intentions, it can happen that these pictures go in and, and over time we find that they're not necessarily appropriate to the subject matter and the audience, and we don't want to offend anybody. So as we're looking at the pictures here, the first picture idea was to depict a scene where a student and teacher are talking in a common area where there's security cameras. The attitude of both individuals reassures the, the reader of this, this flyer that the camera is there to protect, not to spy. And the, the concern that we have with this picture is that skeptics will call this out as pure propaganda. And so we have to measure that concern and see if that's really something we need to worry about if we decide we want to use a picture like this. The second picture idea depicts a scene where a camera catches someone in the act of doing something potentially dangerous or illegal. For example, a scene of an individual breaking into a room while wearing a hoodie uh, or a scene of a suspicious individual sneaking through a fence. The concern here is that students that dress in this manner regularly will see this flyer as proof that the cameras are spying on them, even though they're not really. The third picture idea depicts a scene where a police officer is apprehending or encountering someone who appears to have just committed an illegal activity. The police officer could be pointing to the camera to show the suspect why he or she was caught. The concern is this picture's message could be confusing or complicated. There's a lot going on that has to be interpreted. It's not something that you may look at right away and see, oh, the police is there because of the security camera. 
And the fourth picture is actually a graphic. It's a chart-style graphic that represents the imagery flow from the camera to servers to CSOC to administrators. The cameras will be labeled as being in public spaces. Uh, servers will be labeled as being secure. And an additional dotted line will be labeled as warranted uh, for links to the police department from the Campus Security Operations Center. The concern with this, this graphic is that it's not as eye-catching as the other graphics, and the viewer may misinterpret the graphic as containing all the information they need, and then they ignore the text. Because a lot of times people will see graphics like this and just figure, well, there it is. That's all the information in one format. So we have to be careful about that. So that wraps up this example of our analysis for a public information product. And keep in mind that this process can be for anything from social media posts and pictures to flyers to radio programs to podcasts like we're doing here. Really anything, heck, video products, anything that you want to disseminate information on to support your security program. Keep in mind that really doing information dissemination by quote unquote good idea without proper analysis really is anything but a good idea because a lot of times messages that aren't well thought out well more times than not be received wrong by the community and not get out all of the information that you want to concern this subject whatever the subject is so go ahead and and Take the time to do good analysis for those products that you're going to put out. And remember that good public information for your security program is really very important. And you need to get that buy-in. You need to get that support. And the best way to do that is to let you know everybody who's affected know about the program and what it means, what it stands for, why it's in place, how it affects them, and how it's not a negative, how it's very much a positive, and how, if they wish, they can find more information and even participate if they want to. Well, that's about it for this podcast. Now, take all this information, go out there and make yourself a great public information campaign to support your security. And as always, keep your head up and keep aware of your surroundings, and you'll be just fine. This is Tommy for I Zero saying stay safe out there, and I'll talk to you next time.